Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Compliance News. The Daily Compliance News is an offering of the Compliance Podcast Network. July 16, 2019, the Unicorn Edition. First up, Societe Generale is sued by the grandchildren of the founders of a Cuban bank. The bank was appropriated by the Cuban government and then later <coughs> was uh, sold to Societe Generale. So this is a uh, major lawsuit uh, based upon the Helms-Burton Act, which the uh, Trump administration has uh, allowed private citizens to bring suit against companies who allegedly profited from uh, nationalization of uh, their property by the Cuban government. Uh, and in our lead story today uh, from, comes from the Irish Times, which is former South African President Zuma, who testified before the Commission of Inquiry into State Capture, said that the he only helped private businesses um, when he was president and that the allegations of corruption in his company are simply, uh, was a power play by uh, international conspiracy to uh, depose him from his lawfully elected role as the president of South Africa. Uh, when asked about his good friends, the Gupta, he said, well, they're simply that. They're just good friends, that uh, he has done nothing wrong, and it is all spies and uh, and nefarious characters that made up these stories about state capture. So if you wonder whether or not unicorns can fly, well, you uh, certainly have a great example here of South African President Zuma's testimony. Next up from uh, the Wall Street Journal Risk and Compliance Journal, it's an article about the SEC Chairman uh, Jay Clayton's stance on waivers, giving companies uh, an option when facing settlement of wrongdoing about the potential consequences of uh, or um, announcing the potential consequences of that. Uh, earlier this month, uh, Chairman Clayton said the agency will grant um, companies a disqualification uh, when it approves a settlement, meaning they don't have to redo their <coughs> uh, statements uh, regarding uh, the allegations and how it might affect uh, the companies. The um, uh, new program is supposed to be for smaller companies, yet uh, Oxif um, asked for a waiver earlier this month uh, claiming that it's, um, of course, Oxus has a $412 million FCPA fine against it, claiming that uh, it would be able, it wouldn't, uh, it would be hindered in its ability to raise money if it didn't get a waiver, and that uh, this exemption was a luxury, excuse me, a necessity, not a luxury. So uh, when companies like Oxif have uh, made such a request, uh, you have to wonder whether or not this is truly for smaller businesses as well. Uh, and then finally, um, on July 12th, the European Court, General Court of the European Union announced it upheld a 2015 decision by the European Commission finding a total of seven leading electrics companies had participated in cartel behavior regarding opt- optical disk drives and imposed a total fine of $116 million uh, against these companies. So it's... Um, and I trust is becoming much more important in the EU going forward. These companies included Sony, Quanta Storage, Hitachi, Toshiba, 
and others. And uh, I think this really uh, emphasizes the need for uh, robust antitrust compliance and for compliance practitioners to take a look at their antitrust program, both in terms of compliance, but also the risk assessment around that activity. Finally, this week, I'm premiering a new podcast on the Compliance Podcast Network, Creativity and Compliance, a podcast I'm doing with Ronnie Feldman, where we take a look at how you can bring creativity into your compliance program. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio.